Welcome back, everybody. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 37, coming to you uh, live and direct from the Outer Banks, the OBX, uh, here for our annual annual vacation. I'm excited to always be here. The funny thing is, the first episode I ever recorded of this podcast was here a year ago. Uh, so it's kind of nice to be back here. Um, weather's been really, really hot. Waves have been really, really small, but uh, thanks to a loner from Asher Hunt, I've been able to catch a couple of peelers here and there. It's starting to pick up a little bit. It's, uh, you know, fun beach break uh, logging weather, which I have no complaints about because it's like it's hot. You don't have to wear even a top. I mean, I'm wearing a T-shirt out there mostly just to not get sunburnt. (laughs) It's that sunny and hot out. And even today when I was surfing down uh, here, I was basically sweating in the water. The water is so hot, it's ridiculous. But there seems to be a little bit of a swell picking up, and uh, it's not going to be huge, but it's going to be fun. And if it's bigger than what it was today, I'll be happy with it for the next two days. So I have two more days of surfing here. Um, and, uh, you know, then it's back to LA and the, the, the grind of that and work and surfing and that whole thing. But, you know, being out, out in the Outer Banks, it's always a magical place. And it's, it's great to meet new people and connect with old people. And we've been having a great time um, heading down to the Bonzer Shack tonight uh, for this Tiki Disco thing they do that seems kind of fun. And uh, I just, in general, I like, I like the scene down here. You know, if they had better ways, it'd be pretty awesome. And uh, the funny thing is... You know, if we hadn't moved to Los Angeles, this was going to be the move we would have made by now, uh, just because we love it here so much. And we got married here six years ago. And um, it's it's always great to be here, you know, for a week. Uh, I wish I could be here for longer um, because there's so much to do. Uh, the other side of it is I get really, really fat <laughs> out here because all I'm doing is drinking beers, uh, occasionally surfing, fishing, and eating lots of barbecue food and food I don't get back home. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's a great time, and uh, I'm glad I'll, I'll be doing this episode on our, like, one-year anniversary from here. Uh, hopefully, you guys have been scoring out there. I've been seeing some video from back home. Malibu's been lighting up. Topanga looks fun. It looks like, you know, there's going to be an El Nino this winter from what i've been seeing and we're starting to get those southern swells come in and they're fun and it looks like it's going to be a really good surfing summer and fall in in southern california fingers crossed um so i'm excited about that but hopefully you guys have been scoring but let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega border crew podcast volume 37 make sure to check out our instagram page at bodega border crew make sure to check out our uh episode page at bodegabordercrew.podbean.com as well as the full episode description to get track listings, links to things we're talking about, and links pertaining to people we're talking with. This week we're talking to uh, Joe Rippenbaugh, uh, surfer out of you know Agora Hills, Malibu regular, placed second in the Relic last year. Um, and so we sat down with him at the 
Balboop here and just talk about surfing in general. Uh, and speaking of the Relic, we have our boy Devin Howard chiming in on the Relic contest that's going to be running the first leg of their tour this year at Malibu on the uh, 25th and 26th. Um, so Devin chimes in, lets us know about that, what's going on, what it's all about, um, and hopefully you guys can check it out. Uh, we also have a couple of short takes this week. The short takes we have this week are to do with a little video I found of Troy Elmore um, surfing some summer peelers on a 10-0 board, which is like kind of crazy for me to think of him surfing that. Uh, there's also some uh, Bonzer footage that uh, I believe Duncan Campbell put up on Vimeo. Uh, that's pretty awesome from 1974, um, and I'll talk more about that. And lastly, lastly we're going to be talking about a raffle that Cassia is uh, a part of uh, to benefit uh, refugee babies and their moms. And uh, hopefully you can get involved with that. But I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I'm just going to get into the tracks. And then I'll check in with you guys in a little bit with the interview. Peace. Digi stands, made the CD in hands. I move with the speed and strength the ants. Identical in form with the bees they swarm. Hold up the cold current appeared warm. My first verbal brawl started on some yes, yes, y'all. To the beat, y'all. Break your windshield, your Jeep star. Mr. Traffic, dumb as shit from Ecclesiastic. Cashier, holding out. Vine, cut off the plastic. See the logo? A monument in hip hop. Carved out in the giant landscape of broken rocks. Weather heard in nerve spots. Jukebox and most shops. Uncut live. Drop 85 in one shot. Spotlight hits the metal. Mike, majority stare, heard the roof snare, why my iris cut down the glare, walk a road the great length, you find too long to measure, my clan I make me rhyme like D Banner under pressure, no surprise, double disc touch five, those elements kept environments colonized, with the high flying, depth defined, flow like the rebel, right there, but you're one light year from a level, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, 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 check it, yeah, Bottles going off in the church, we broke the wine, slapped the pastor Didn't know Pop had asthma, he pooped out his blue Bible Chains fell out his coat, three condoms, two dice, one bag of dope Ooh, Rev ain't right, his church ain't right Deacon is a pimp, tell by his eyes Mrs. Park said, brother Starks, meet you at the number spot Heard you got red tops out, and I want a lot Shirley fainted dead on the spot Two usher slip, $80 right out the pot, oh shit Egyptian, brown skin, brown suede temps Masquerade, x-rated, throw blades, all occasions Round Nozzle touchdown, Hagendaz goggles, White House, Gucci flag on the roof, call us rock groups, man intelligent, body name and market out, no doubt. All we saw, he bought Lori Mom's all black was simple. Blimp instrumentals, run camps, the stands get you. The way we lamp fans come and get you. Play fullback, strapped like a fuck war at the black. Carlo Gambino stash house and Akinsat, back capsules. Green Bay, I'm laying down like wax stew. It's all actual, we built like crash crew. Coconut incense, one sentence. Hey yo, controller, holy flinch, hit this. New whips, Roman numerals. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on a nigga who's but well with the trigger. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on a nigga. Who bucks our fuck ass up? Yo, hut one, hut two, hut three, hut. Old dirty bastard, live and uncut. 
Styles unbreakable, shatterproof to the young youth. You wanna get gun? Shoot! Blah! How you like me now? Don't fuck the style, ruthless wow. Do you wanna get your teeth knocked the fuck out? Wanna get on it like that? Well then shout! Your RZA, your RZA, hit me with the major, the damage, my clan understand it, be flavor, gunning, coming, coming at ya, first I'm gonna get ya, once I got ya, I got ya, you can never capture the method man stature, for rhyming, for rapture, got niggas resigning, now master, my staff, never, I put the fucking walk in the wild kid of terror, razor sharp, I sever, the head from the shoulders, I'm better, than my competitor, you mean competitor, whatever, let's get together. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga, who buck wild with the Black. He act so thick, I'm fat. And yo, Ray came blowing and blew off your headphones, black. Rap from yo, Cali to Texas. Smoother than Alexis. Now it's my turn to practice. Brothers approaching half step, but ain't heard half of it yet. And I bet you're not a fucking vet. So when you see me on the reel, forming like Voltron, remember I got deep like a Navy seal. Same on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. Who fuck wild with the trigger? Same on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. I'll fuck your ass up. Yeah, I come with that old loco Style from my vocal Couldn't people with a pair of my vocals I'm no joker, play me as a joker Be on it like a house on fire Smoke ya, dudes be acting like the gangs anyway Be like, warriors come out and play me, I get into shit, I let it like, like diarrhea Not burnt once, but that was only gonorrhea Dirty, I keep shit stained in my drawers So I can get for some funky for you Murder, taste the flame of the Wu-Tang Rah, here comes the tiger verse grave On his feet, serpents whisper, you can smell the deceit. They greet me like peeps to blend and try to befriend to get up underneath the skin. My long wind, a blow your head, peach to grease. Murder one team, Barcelona noodle had lean. Microphone fiend, step into the rhythm. This is how I'm serving them. No need for medic attention, I just murdered them. Murdered them, pussy. Murdered them. I just murdered them. Dip, dip, diver, socializer. I'm a hoop, flat top, rule, and 89er. They say rugged by now, you should have at least blown. It's funny, I'm mad famous for being unknown. I'm just a dirty motherfucker, they hate my guts. All I talk about is bitches and busting nuts. Yeah, I got a foul mouth, yeah, I cuss too much. I'm just so Ricky Ricardo, ridiculous. And I ain't got no fly whip, I still ride the bus. I got Mitch Blood Green on the scene with us. Hospitable, hittable, cooler than diggable, criminal, miracle. Lyrical, take every syllable, literal, little riddle, profitable, visible, irritable, little brittle, pitiful, fistful, do little, you tickle, you typical. Yeah, I talk shit, I'm cocky with it. It's hard for you to admit it, but I'm one of the best in it. My mind is haunted, filled with the 
extension of slaves is torment. Go down my steps, one foot from the grave to carnage. A young black males, they lick pond gate. Son of the morning, roast their souls. Tell minister, come pray. It's gun trade inside a smoky apartments. Flow process, one nine, two text, four revolvers. Coke overballing kettles. It's like we struck all in the ghetto. We supplied to addicts. The devil work, we practice. It's like we search backwards till they throw the dirt on our casket. And that's it. I live where the fiends are not in. Just a scene of the projects, yeah. Similar to Osama's, an old man at the top of the stairs. He just there, cause his mind ain't there. Victim of the war, told us signs and times is near. He dropped the jewels till you buy my beer. He said he was a linebacker for the Bears. Said he'd get it all back while he's drying his tears. Yeah, it's that real shit that made me. That music from the 80s, the childs of the 70s. Yeah, live Standing by, so what you rap with your heart or your weapon is question. What you strap with a Glock for a message and a rhyme, a teacher can use as a part of a lesson. The choice between being a gangster and an artist is the start of your ending. You confront like you a gangster artist, but that ain't the smartest decision. Niggas will test you. They say you ain't the hardest, regardless of what you spend, homie. Rizzo told me that the game is flipping, nothing he spent for me. <laughs> you already know what it is. Murder is back in the building. Division back in the building. Free murder, dick longer than the OJ trial. Hey, your bitch backstage with the Colgate smile. I'm on the back blocks with a coke ring loud. Get a bucks got flat tops like they stocane style. Don't warm them up, kid. You want a flow drain now? Get your whole brain now. Get your hoes hang out. Just killing me. Everybody got cocaine now. It's like trying to take the whole stain out. Your boy's on fire. My boat stays out. It's going to take more than the wire. Close they mouth. Got a slice of that bread. If you bag that you sold, you had a price on your head. Now the tags on your toes. And you know that nigga dead. Where the casket is closed. Off with his dress. Keep the mag in my clothes. Trying real good. The me got loud marks. You could die in your hood like Kenny from South Park. How many things does it take for me to hit the Tissy Rose in the other break? break? Yeah, how many hits must you make? make? Watch out for Haiti, bitch. 
bitches, I heard they throw hands. Yo, Wuho platoon is filled with raccoons. Corner sitting wine, niggas sipping apple bone. This ain't a white cartoon, cause I be ducking crazy space. The kid hold white shit like blacks rock ashy legs. Why is the sky blue? Why is water wet? Why did Judas rat the Romans while Jesus slept? Stand up, you're out of luck like two dogs stuck. Iron Man be sipping rum out of Stanley Cups. Unflammable, Noriega, aiming nozzles. Stay windy in Chicago, spine tingle, mind boggles. Kangos and rainbow colors, promoters try to hold dough. Give me mine before Poe, wrap you up in so-and-so. I ran the dark ages, Constantine the Great, Henry the Eighth. Built with Genghis Kong and Red Suede Wally Dawn. I judge wisely, as if nothing ever surprised me. Lounging between two pillars of ivory, I'm lively. My dome piece is like building stones in Greece. My poems are deep from ancient thrones I speak. I'm overwhelmed as my mind roams the realm. My eyes are visions, memory is the film. Others act subtile, but they fragile above clouds. They act wild and couldn't budge a crowd. No matter how loud they get, though they growl and spit. Clutch their fists and throw up signs like a crip. And throw all types of fit I'll leave them split Like ass cheeks and rag pussy Hey yo, lit. camouflage chameleon Ninja skill in your building No time to grab the gun They already got your wife and children A hit was sent from the president To raid your residence Because you had secret evidence And documents on how they raped the continents And it's the prominent, dominant Islamic Asiatic, black, Hebrew The year 2002 The battle still with the rule Six million devils just died From the bubonic flow Of the Ebola virus Under the reign of King Cyrus You can see the weakness of a man right through his iris Unlawed you snakes get thrown in boiling lakes of hot oil Uncoils your skin Chicken heads getting slumped like olive oil Only plant the seed deep inside fertile soil Fortified with essential vitamin and minerals Use the sky for blanket stuff and clouds inside my pillow Rolling with the lamb 12 tries 144,000 chosen Protons electrons always cause explosions The banks of G all cream down to back Money feet good opposite soft to set It ain't hard to see my seeds need gold Degree. I got mouths to feed, unnecessary beef is more cows to breed. I'm on some tax-free shit by any means, whether bound to hit scheme or some counterfeit cream. I learned much from such swift cons to run scams. Veterans got the game spiced like ham, and from that, sons are born and guns are drawn. Clips are fully loaded, and then blood floods the lawn. Discipline, every action was a fraction of strength that made me truncate the length one temp. With the stump, tweeters hiss like air pumps. Brizzle shaped the track, niggas caught race. Bumps. Scar trying to figure who invented this unprecedented opium scented, dark tinted. Now watch me blow him out of shoes without clues, cause I won't hesitate to detonate them short fuse. Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 37. Hope you guys have been enjoying the tracks. 
Thanks again for sitting down with us, standing up with us, running with us, driving your car. You know, I've been meeting some people out here and all over the place who listen to the podcast, and it's really awesome to hear their experiences with it. Everybody's kind of got their own uh, take and how they absorb it. You know, whether it be you know they're running around, they're they're at their job, they're on their way to go and surfing. My goal always was to make this something that it would be for you to listen to as you go surfing or when you're coming from surfing. Uh, thus, the music and the interviews, not just the interviews and me talking shit. Uh, so I hope you guys get that out of it. And uh, speaking of interviews, this week we sit down with uh, Joe Rippenbaugh. Uh, Joe is awesome surfer. I got to know um, by meeting him at the Hot Dogger uh, last year. Logger surfs everything. Uh, young guy, great surf instructor, and uh, grew up, you know, in Agora Hills. Grew up surfing Malibu. He placed second last year at the uh, at the Relic Contest at Malibu, uh, which wasn't a surprise to a lot of people. Um, and I, I think he would have almost won it, but uh, Tyler Warren caught like the like the last wave of the, the finals heat and just beat him out by a couple of points. Uh, but anyway, we sit down with him and talk about surfing, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. So where were you born and where did you grow up? Um, Agora. Agora? Yeah, grew and, up in Agora. And uh, how old are you? 25. 25. 25 years old. And how did you get into surfing? Uh, my dad surfs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. And so is he like, was he like Malibu? Uh, yeah, he grew up actually around here. Uh-huh. Uh, east side Malibu. Okay. Like sea Lion area. Uh-huh. Which is Dukes now. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. He got me to surf. Well, I was just a beach guy, but he kind of scared me too. How? You know, he blew. He just <laughs> typical dad just put me on the wrong wave. He's like, "Oh, you can handle this." Yeah, and then I was <laughs> off of it for a while, and then one summer, when I was going in eighth grade, so I was like 11, 12. Both my parents had to work that summer, so they sent me to surf camp the whole summer. Oh, where? Which was a nightmare at first, but then I ended up falling in love. Makeups, Malibu makeups. Okay. Where I work now. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. why was it a nightmare? I just didn't want to surf all summer i mean yeah at the time it didn't seem like the coolest thing ever uh-huh i wanted to skate with the homies oh you so know? you skated well just like middle school that's like one of the things you do you know everybody skates yeah all my friends are skating so yeah but no i'm not a very so, good skater so what year was that like around just so curious. if i went into high school it would have been going into like oh five oh six year Oh, okay. Oh, six, yeah. Baker boy shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. you were like one of those kids. No, yeah, I don't remember. No, I think I was always, I always just rode local. Like, Ig, Ig boarding store used to be a shop out there. I'd just ride their boards or like Val Surf, you know? Uh-huh. Shop but, boards. Yeah, just shop. They're cheap. But you guys are like that whole generation of that. Yeah. Like, oh, like, dude, Baker was so... <laughs> Baker 2G. <laughs> yeah, dude, everybody had Baker. And what was the other big one? Um... Mystery. Mystery oh, was like yeah, big mystery. back then. I don't know if they're still like... No, it's it's a bummer that they went out of business. They did, had, okay. Because they had such a good brand. And yeah. Such a good, like, what's his name? Didn't um, Lindsey Robertson skated for them? And uh, there's like, they had, I remember they had... Like, I love their boards. Yeah, they it was just, like black and white. Yep, Pete always. Elver, Pete Elger skated for them. He's from back east. Like, they had a sick team, like, re, like a legit street yeah. team. Yeah. Like, tech... But like also kind of gnarly. Yeah, no, Mister, I remember that. But so, yeah, I, was, I didn't care that much to just go. On, I was just like, I'll buy shop boards. Yeah. I wasn't that good. Yeah. I was more just 
being but, stupid and just throwing yourself off of fucking stair sets. You you're know? just doing like, like what other kids in the neighborhood would do. Yeah. So you went to that surf camp and that was like what for the whole summer or? Yeah, every like literally Holy every shit. single day of the whole summer besides Saturday Sunday. Holy but the first shit. day I was like, I was like I'm on like this is epic. Oh, you, and then you, first day it was like yeah, and then then it became weekends I wanted to go to the beach, and then. Um, I played travel ice hockey at the time. Okay. Like, that was my life. And that summer, the summer was tryouts, like, at the end of summer, and I didn't go to tryouts that summer for ice hockey. Uh -huh. And then I played soccer that next year, when I was in eighth grade. Uh -huh. And I remember me and my dad went surfing one day, and it was, like, like today. Up at Zuma right now, it's, like, sheet glass, no wind. It's weird. weird. And it was like that at Zuma, and fun waves, and, like, hot, and... But it's like, we gotta go to the game, and we drove over the hill and to Oak Park, and it was like 100 degrees, and I was like, halfway through the game, I was like, fuck this. You're like over it. Yeah, and I was super into it prior, but I was like, this this sucks. I just left perfect ways to <laughs> For this shit. be in 100 degree heat, yeah. running around. And then, yeah, that was just, the rest is history. So, what, did you start um, on longboards, or? No. No? No. Okay. Um, shortboard, yeah. I mean, that's, when you're a kid, like, I don't know, it's different kind of now, but when you're at Grom, it's all like, you shortboard, shortboard. Because I work at a surf camp, and like, okay. all the kids, like, oh, we're going to go get a surfboard, and like, I'm going to get a 6-0 Almer. <laughs> like, with no volume, and yeah. you're like, dude, no, that's the worst board you could possibly get, and that's how I kind of was. I think my first board was, like, a 6-6 IG. Uh-huh. IG board, and so you know what IG is? It used to be just, yeah. uh, like, a local, Danny, this guy Danny, and ran a shop in Agora. Okay. And uh, yeah. And they were their their shop boards. They were there for a long time, but they went out of business. I mean, retail now. Surf dude. shops. I don't know how. Like, dude, it's tough. It's retail, so like, tough. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, it's sad to see it happen because it's like these, like these surf shops and skate shops and all these kind of specialty stores. They're, they're kind of like, they're not just stores. They're community centers. You know, they're yeah. like where people meet oh, each other yeah. and hang out and like to know that like that's gone like disappearing it's like fucking sad it is no it's so true because we where i went to middle school i went to lindero uh -huh. and every friday after school everybody would skate down because the shop was right there closest like probably a mile from the school everybody would skate down hang out at the shop yeah wendy's was across the street get food and just skate around and hang out we just hang out there you know yeah that's what you did all that yeah. like like it sucks for like I'm thinking about like, you know, my kid, like I'm like, you know, when she gets into this kind of shit, like what's going to be the environment that she walks into? Like, is it going to be that? It's, it's going to be like, all online. Dude. dude, but that's fucking sad. Like, like they were talking about in skateboard, like in skateboarding, it makes a little bit more sense. And I'll, I'll like the reason why is like, if you're going to buy a board, you're like, hey, they're pretty much all the same shape. Skating? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. the same shape. You're like, I either like it this wide or that wide. Mm -hmm. This will, it's like really straightforward. No, 100%. And all you're buying is a graphic at the end of the day. Yeah. They come out of three wood shops around the world. So you're like, okay, I know this brand, these like 10 brands come from this wood shop. They're pretty much the same exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surfing, I don't understand how like anybody could not want to go into like a surf shop and like feel a fucking yeah. rail. Like, like. Oh, you got, well, you can tell pretty much right away. Once you feel it, you're like, you can put it under your arm. Yeah. And, Pretty much be like, yay or nay, Yeah, you know? that under I don't know, I can, that's how I can kind of judge right away. No, I mean, and it's like, I don't know how kids are going to be like, like, oh, I'm just going to like order a board yeah. online and it's going to get shipped to me. Like, that's just like fucking weird. Like, the only, I don't know, the only upside to it, like, so, 
like it is I don't know I like all kinds of words whether yeah. it's handshaved whatever I mean I'm a big fan of wave storms people uh, hate on wave yeah. storms but um, <laughs> the only upside is like I did have a board here and I went to Australia and I met up with Harley and he had the same boards that I'd been riding here uh-huh. and um, it was kind of cool to not have to take any boards and get there and not have to get used to a new board and just jump straight on his board and it's the same exact board, same feel, you uh-huh. know. Like that's kind of cool how they can make boards the exact the same. Yeah. So like the same exact board. But otherwise I don't know how people could just go off never actually riding a board and just like buying it online. Yeah, I don't know I'd, how. Yeah, I, I don't It's know. hard enough to just buy one off the rack. Like, I know, like, like, so like just expensive. Being, yeah, being like, okay, like on a, on a log, like I'm gonna spend between a thousand and sixteen hundred bucks I'm taking a chance. Yeah. That's a fucking shitty chance. Dude, I can't. Logs are so expensive. Yeah. yeah. And you could literally ride it first time and be like, nope, I don't think this is worth for yeah. me. And then you're like, and then you have to <laughs> sell it, but you can't sell it. Once you take it out of the shop, it's like a new car. Once you put <laughs> any miles on it, the price drops a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You know? Like you can't, and no matter how many like people try to say, well, there's no heel dents or any of that shit. Yeah. You still waxed it once and it went in the water. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you did to it. Yeah. Believe it, I know I shuffle boards on Craigslist all the time. Dude, that's the other thing though, like Craigslist is is taking away from surf shops too. I just Craigslist so much now too. Like, well, it's fun though. Well, like, a lot of like small shapers are like- Using Craigslist to their benefit. They're just like listing shit like, like maniacs. Like, you know, and I, I for me, it's like, I know I have like, like I'm looking for certain boards. Like when I was looking for a Bonzer, like I was just like twice a day, fucking yeah. Bonzer, like Ventura, LA, Santa Barbara, Orange County. Like I was just like looking on there, like trading boards with people. Like, yeah. And I was like, couldn't do that before. You know, I wasn't gonna go to fucking every shop and be like, what do you have on your used rack? Like I yeah. tried doing that for like a month and I was like, I'm sorry, this sucks. Yeah. But yeah, I mean shops like, it sucks. I mean, I think it does suck. I think though, like with all that kind of retail stuff, I think it's like retail Darwinism. Like, I think the better shops that have the better followings will, they'll kind of rise to the top. You know, like, yeah. like they'll. It's it's gonna be a no. They will. They're they're still gonna make them. Like, cause people like Becker here's pretty. I don't know. Like Becker kind of went mainstream, but the guys that work there are still like grew up in Malibu, like core yeah. guys, and like yeah maybe the shop is owned by like billabong or whatever but like they're still like you can go in there and like somehow it kind of has this cool core feel. you can talk to the guys like how was the surf this morning rather than like going they're not in. like a salesperson yeah yet. exactly like they're i mean surfers. well that's like how that thing that like chad's doing yeah i haven't been in there yet i haven't gone but, but like, yeah that's exactly it's quicksilver and roxy like how mainstream is that but i heard it's such a cool shop yeah he has like insane he has like local shape i mean look yeah. they're gonna sell their firewire boards and all that shit but at the same token like they're selling like elmore's they're selling yeah, Anderson's. Exactly. They're selling, like they're, they're still like being like legit to it you know yeah i mean it's it's i don't know it's i think it's happening in every industry you know it's not just surfing like it's happening in fashion and it's happening in like skating and it's happening with like food it's like a lot of these like retail businesses are just dying because online and look i'm i'm uh you know i'm probably part of the cause like as anyone else like look i have a kid i have fucking subscribe and save amazon like pampers come to my fucking front door like there's something convenient about that but there's also like this other side of me that's like 
you know, my wife always like, like she always talks about. It. She thinks it's, she doesn't really get it. She doesn't understand. Like, I'll just want to go into a surf shop, even though I'm not buying a board just to feel bored, just to, yeah. just to look at shit. It's like, yeah. and she's like, I don't get how you could do this. Like every place we go, and I'm like, I just, you can't do that online. Like you yeah. can't. Like I could look at any photo, any diagram, and it still doesn't give the same feel. Yeah. Um, how did you get into like uh, longboarding? How did that happen? Um, the parking garage. Actually, yeah, it was right here. Well, I mean, yeah, it was kind of right here. So that I went to that surf camp that whole summer, uh, and that was like me mid-length, you know, but soft tops. Uh, actually, just learning how to surf. Yeah, I mean, the thing was, I knew I kind of knew how to surf. I mean, I grew up, even though my dad that happened, my dad, I just wasn't into surfing. But like, I was standing up on my boogie board. Yeah. Every summer at the beach, pretty much every day, still with my mom, like. Or like every other day we go to the beach. I just boogie board. So I kind of knew how to surf. Like first day of camp, I was already out the back kind of. You're right. But um, longboarding started when we'd come to Malibu. Me and my dad early in the morning, we'd get here like Dawn Patrol. I'd shortboard all morning because like, I'm a shortboarder yeah. at heart. Like I love Deep longboarding, down. but like if I was stuck on a desert island, I'd probably take a shortboard. Yeah. <laughs> if I only had one choice. <laughs> but um, I'd shortboard and then, the, then it'd be like noon and my arms would just be dead and I would have just ate food and then I'd be like I'm not gonna shortboard again it's so crowded so I just take out my dad's longboard uh -huh. and then yeah it started here that summer and then that winter same thing happened like going up to C Street and stuff and like Rincon same thing shortboard all morning and then when I was tired just started longboarding so it was just kind of always just for fun you know and you're go. I mean it's interesting that you're going back and forth like on a daily basis like so yeah like that's actually probably do you think that had like a huge influence on how you like longboard? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I think also, I think I was better back then. I never took it that seriously. Uh -huh. And um, back then though, I was only riding, because I was a shortboard, so, and that was, what was that? Like 06, 07, that's when high prone was still like, Yeah. and I'm still firm, I'm still a high pro, like I don't care. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was riding high pros back then. And then, uh, yeah, it was just every day. But my dad's board was a single fin. That's actually a lot. So I did. I guess I did start on a log. Yeah. Because his board was. But then I got my own first, my first uh, high pro, and then. Do you remember what it was? Uh, EH, which was Emilio Hernandez. He was a local shaper up uh -huh. in Ventura, and it was like he made good boards. He Plus made one. Oh, bet like best in the business. Yeah. Seriously, like he made them for Larry Ugali, who. You might not know, he used to be like one of the main guys like in the coalition back in the day, like, uh -huh. but high pro, but just in, just insane. And um, he rode EHs as well, so like, that was my first board. And then, um, yeah, it was just just for fun. And then contest. Yeah, how know, did contest come up? Uh, through, so that a couple winters late, like two years after I started, um, I was surfing, me and my dad were out at Sea Street on like a big day. And uh, I was riding, I think it was his board still. Uh -huh. Actually, this was prior to the EH, so going back a little bit more. So I was still riding his board because I didn't get a, my own longboard for probably like three, four years because it wasn't, I wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, uh, my dad and I surfed, and this guy was like, hey, you should join our surf club, Ventura Surf Club. Uh -huh. So that's how I got into like, Ventura Surf Club, they have their little coalition. Okay. And then that's when I met EH, made me board, and I just started doing those, con the intra club contest. And then they came up like, here's this contestant, Doheny. 
I yeah. Doheny, I think, was the first coat, like, it was the mini grand one. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it was, I think I got last in the final, but I made the final. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, did that. And then the first contest, like, that was a mini, like, Minahuni, not the whole coalition. The first coalition one I did was here. At first point? And it was, like, four to five. Just pumping. Oh, shit. As good as it gets, like, insane Malibu. And I think... Yeah, that was the first one. It was an MSA, and like back when Red Bull used to spawn, it was like big. Oh shit! And um, it was just pumping. I was just shortboarding my longboard and nose riding a little, and I ended up like before you know it, I got first place. And then who I were never... some of the people that you were surfing against? God, who was that back in the day? Um, there was this one kid who I can't think of his name. Uh oh like Jimbo Borland or whatever he was like the main grom back in the day with like Blake Michaels and uh. that whole crew I couldn't remember back then um but yeah I remember Jimbo because Jimbo was like the main like the best guy out of Malibu and like we had a heat together and I think I beat him and I was like damn I don't know how I, <laughs> I don't know how I did that but I never won Malibu again until like 10 years later yeah. but it was pumping and then yeah uh that, you just kept doing contests after that? Just longboard, because shortboarding is too competitive, um, you know, like NSSA. This fucking seems insane. Like, yeah. I, I see, like, some of these little kids that are in it, like, what's his name, Beck Adler, do you know that kid? Uh, I know the name, I know yeah, the name. Like Adler, little... doesn't he have a brother, too? So Wes is the longboard. Yeah, okay, Wes, yeah, yeah, Wes, yeah. yeah. Beck's a little kid, and he's like, we were talking to him one day at Venice, and he's like, yeah, he's like, so I go do this, and I go do this contest, and then Sundays I do this, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, like, you don't fun. have a life, dude. Like, this is fucking insane. Exactly. Like, well, and I was in that life prior, because I played travel hockey. Yeah, yeah. So I knew, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't have a life playing travel. It was early practice one of the week, the one, like, Saturday, and then early game Sunday, or something like that, or far away game, yeah, so like, it was no, no life. life. Yeah. And, and the coalition was just a bunch of, like, people who like weren't back paddling were just surfing our heats and yeah. having fun and yeah. then like there's all ages that coalition's the coolest thing yeah it's like, something i want to like i hope my like i'm hoping my daughter follows in my full footsteps yeah. of surfing and i'm oh. kind of like this is the kind of scene i want you to be around like to kind of have like the right mindset of this stuff um it's the best like everybody's so cool like yeah, yeah, I hear from everybody who's come up in it. They're like, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel contesty. It actually feels like you're hanging out and just yeah. surfing, and like they clear the wave out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a while people get weird, but it's like, it, I don't know. It's so cool, and I'm so many friends from over the years. Just uh -huh. like so many good friends. Now you've done like you know, like those kind of contests, and then some are the bigger ones did, yeah. did you do the relic last year yeah, yeah yeah so were you in the high pro or in the log the log yeah. you were and yeah. how did you do i ended up getting second somehow i don't know oh that's right yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. tyler got first yeah he beat me in like the last minute i don't <laughs> even know how i was in first <laughs> i was just serving the heat and then like there was like 10 minutes left and they're like reading the scores and they're like they go from fourth to first and they're like joe rickman first i was like what the fuck like, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah it was like a minute left and Tyler got a wave, and I was like, fuck. And he needed such a big score, and he got it. And he got it. But I, I was still, like, second, because a lot of people were like, what's Joe Rickabaugh doing? Because, I mean, there's so many good loggers in the whole world. Yeah. So I was pretty stoked about it, yeah. yeah. How did you feel about that contest? Like, were you, like... It was fucked up. The waves were so good. Yeah, the yeah. The food was insane. That was the coolest contest I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> no, I, we were here. 
So yeah. <laughs> that's why, like, yeah. we, were, we were hanging out there, like, down there, and then we were hanging out on the pier. We were, like, my, our daughter's, like, playing and stuff. And, oh, really? And my wife's, like, because we've gone to, like, um, like, WSL contests, like, on the North Shore and stuff yeah. like that. And Erin and was, like, yeah, this is something I get to stay at all day. And I'm, like, you know, CJ and them kind of, like, I know a lot of people, like, like want to hate on it, but I'm, like, they pulled something off. I think they do, and, like, they, a lot of people did want to hate on it, but they, they destroyed it. Like, yeah. And they're and I, I think the thing that's great too from my perspective is they're trying to put money back into this culture. Like yeah. they're putting money into your guys' pockets where other people can. Yeah, and they're feeding both. Yeah. I think it's cool that they're not just singling out on logging or high yeah. growing, which was that was really cool. Like watching, like watching the Sano crew watch. Like I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but like watching like Harley and Taylor Jensen in the final and like. These guys are just ripping, and like it's like they were like frothing on it, even yeah. though it was high proing. Yeah. And then watching all the the high proers watch the loggers, and like they were frothing. I don't know. It's just like everybody was getting along, and there was no. There, I, there, I mean, I didn't hear, but there was no like high pro bashing or lo log there, bashing. There was no like crip, yeah. crips blood. It was just like yeah, it was just like let's, <laughs> let, we're here to surf. The waves are good. You ride one board, I ride a different one. And let's just go make the best of it. I don't know. No, I think it's I think it's great, and I think like what they're doing this year, the fact that they're doing Malibu, and then they're doing Trestles, which yeah. is kind of like a lot of people were like, "How the fuck are they pulling that off?" I'm like, "Well, the WSL wants to do an event at a fucking wave pool. This is what happens. Yeah, you lose so, your permit." <laughs> dude, I heard rumor that they like they surf out just went in on the day the permit opened with all the paperwork done and everything. And WSL probably just thought nobody was gonna try and take and that they permit. Did it. And they did it. And then, boom, before you know, and then they just turned in, no, we're actually gonna do it at the wave pool, like, contest yeah. the wave pool. I don't know. I could see that happening. Why the hell would they get rid of lowers? Like, that is the best. Like, that's one of the most fun events to watch, you know? It's one of the most fun events. It's the, it's the, it's one of the best money makers, I would think, in the U.S., like, in terms of, like, yeah. like, merch and all that stuff and people going down. Well, it's funny. They lost that permit out in fucking on the North Shore, the same thing. They slept on it. And then, like, the North Shore people were like, no, you can't apply. You're done. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're, like, I don't know if you heard, they're not having pipe masters. Like, that's the signature Because they got lazy. Because they were like, they have a new... You know, like some there's a woman who's basically the new CEO who has no surf experience. Did whatsoever. you see that post today? No. On Kook of the Day? No, no. Dude, like third in command is paddling out with her fins backwards. Oh, she was the girl? Yeah, she was the girl on Kook of the Day. Oh, She's I third in command of WSL or something. I thought they were saying that the guy was the third in command. No, the girl. <laughs> Oh. Maybe it's the same one. She's like, yeah. I know. One I know of the high up ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she had her board. <laughs> yeah. Just... And the guy's like, um, your fins are backwards. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, even my wife who like, like I always make fun of it. My wife vacation surfs. Like she's like, her thing is like, she's like, I only surf on the North Shore of Costa Rica. I'm like, it's cute. Like, yeah. <laughs> Warm you. water. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But even her, she knows she would be like, no, this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, did you do the um, Mexi Log Fest? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but how was that? Insane. So you have like two different things. So you have the Mexi Log Fest and the Relic. Like, yeah. Um, the Mexi Log Fest is more like similar to like uh, the Nusa Festival. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, the Relic was just like I don't know. The Relic was weird. Well, first off, this, this wave's ten minutes from 
Like my parents live 10 minutes from yeah. here. I, I live like 15 minutes from here. So like this is just like right in the backyard. So it was kind of doing the surf relic, you know, it wasn't, I went home at night. Yeah. You know, it was two days where like Mexi Log Fest was epic. I mean, I, I went down a week early and scored. That's Mex what everyone did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard it was more crowded the week before. Yeah, but <laughs> it was good. There was waves. So yeah. like the insides were still like two to three foot, you yeah. know? And I was just shortboarding, so I could kind of get a little sneakier, uh -huh. which probably is why I didn't do very well. No, um, <laughs> but um, dude, the Mexican Fest is insane. I mean, he runs such good contests, and you're in Mexico, and it's it's gotten like so so much bigger. Like I remember, like what? It's, yeah. it's only like the third or fourth. Year. Fourth year, yeah, because I did it uh, the second year. You did at Saladita, uh -huh. not Saladita, which was awesome too. That place was. The wave wasn't as good, but the town was, it all depends what you're looking for. Like where the contest is now, the town's super mellow. Yeah. And it's cool. Um, everybody's super nice. But like the cool thing about Sally Lita was like, it was total tourist town, you yeah. know? So like there was stuff to, a lot of stuff to do at night and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they have that. like, don't they have like a bunch of bars? They have like, yeah, like so a many bars. scene. Yeah. There's like tons of American people too that yeah, have like yeah, open yeah. businesses Exactly. There. Dude, it showed up, it showed up on like, I don't know if you know that show, that show House Hunters. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's not like HGTV yeah, or something. Yeah, it yeah. showed up on there, like this couple's like, I'm opening up like an olive oil company in like, really? Cellular, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, so it was cool, but. Yeah, dude, that place, if you, you should just go. I mean, you could go and not even be in the contest. No, we're going and next still year. still have so much fun, really. You guys are sick. We're going we're gonna to probably go. I think, like, the plan is either go before it and only stay for the first couple of days of the contest or come at the end of the contest and then stay later. You know, what I do, I do the later. See, that's what CJ said. He said yeah, he's like, a lot of people left, like, and I, I well, I was hungover as fuck. <laughs> That was the other problem. Um, I heard everyone party down there. <laughs> I'm not a big partier, but and I, I didn't party before my heats or anything. I only had a couple nights out, but the last, the next day, my last day there, I, I woke up from the night before and just like packed everything. I was just like, oh my god, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. And like a lot of <laughs> other people are like that, so you should go after yeah. because people, a lot Dude, of people leave. Like everybody was leaving. I was on the seventh. I remember everybody else was leaving on the 8th. Like, I don't even know how that plane took off with all the boards. Dude, that is the funniest shit to see, was everybody's Instagram stories and, like, these TSA people. Like, yeah. I, I forgot who posted it. It was, like, this elevator from the from the airport. Yeah. And it was just loaded with, like, padded longboard bags. And these people were, like, didn't Dude, know what the fuck to do with and it. And they have... So we had four carts full and on, on my flight down there. And they have one guy working. And like, since it's an airport, like, the way it is there, like, there's literally a door and it's open, but you can't go through it because it's on the, like, tarmac or whatever. Oh. So you can't help the guy at all. Oh. So this one, like, little guy's freaking picking up, like, dude, my board bag was light, but I know some people's board bag were like 100 pounds, you know? Dude, yeah. So it took forever, but Mexi Logfest is insane. Israel runs a great contest. Um, there's a lot of cool places to stay. I just camped. Oh, you, you I camped, yeah. Um, I didn't stay in a hotel or anything. See, or like we, weren't, we weren't trying to get on a house. like we're Get just, a house, for sure. Yeah. Camping was cool. I'll probably never do it again. It was rad, though, spending $4 a night. Yeah. Rather than, like, 40 Yeah. Which 40 is still mellow for, like, Yeah, I know, no, no. That's places. the thing. I heard it's still, like, pretty cheap. Like, it's yeah. kind of... 
I mean, I'm, I'm glad they actually moved it. I also heard there's like a lot more waves around there that like you could kind of go. Oh, it's so, it's so good they moved it. The only cool thing about Salilita was, well, everything was cool about it, but like just the, the town, there's a lot more to kind of do, you know? Yeah. But I'm also just on a, that was the thing about the Mexican Fest this year. Yeah, it was a contest, but I was just down there for a surf trip, you know? The yeah. water was cold here. Yeah. I was in Ireland. There were no fucking waves here. Yeah, I was in Ireland the month before. It was freezing. Did you surf in Ireland? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's <laughs> fun. That's another story. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I was just so excited to get down there in warm water. Ireland's amazing, though. So how did you wind up? But What made you want to go surfing in Ireland? Um, so, funny, there's actually, like, a real story behind it. So... Well, I was like 2012. I was in France uh-huh. with a bunch of people, a bunch of my friends from here, and we were just surfing. And um, we the whole Rip Crow, or no, no, the Quicksilver Pro was on. Uh-huh. Like we were there during that, and the waves were just dude, oh my. France is insane. If you have not been, I heard. Like, geez, Louise. But is it the whole thing like it's just inconsistent? Like it- you know, I um I was living there for two months pretty much. Okay. And yeah, one day you'd wake up and you. I'd wake up at dark every morning and walk down because it doesn't get it gets light there like eight so you can yeah. sleep in. Yeah, yeah. And one day it'd be perfect. Next day you'd be like, oh, it's gonna be good and it'd be raining. But then the next day it'd be pumping. It's inconsistent, but there's always a wave. Always a wave. And what? Where? Where were you in Bayerito? Uh, no, I did Hasegor. Hasegor. Full yeah. shortboard. So the contest is over. At, all the pros are out of town, and like we were eating gelato at this one place, and this guy stepped out of the car, dude, and. His calves were like the gnarliest calves I've ever fucking Just ripped. I was like, what the fuck? And the guy turned around and was like Kelly Slater and shit. <laughs> so um we started chatting with him because nobody's in town anymore. Yeah, yeah. And like he's I mean, he could tell we were all from America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. You know, we were some some Western civilization, you know? <laughs> and uh so we talked for him for like twenty. Like he he really just sat down and chatted with us and like we talked to him about going to um What's the islands off of France that they're like warm water? Uh, Jeremy Flores is from or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. With the Canary, Canary Islands. Yeah. No, the I, I think maybe Canary. Isn't Canary Islands like a French colony or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we asked him about going there, and he's like, no. And then he like he's like, my favorite place in Europe. He's like, and I was 18, 19 times like Ireland. It's like the best, and that stuck with me for the last like forever. Uh-huh. So I always wanted to go. And then one of my friends that I work with, she was like, oh, I'm going with my mom. And I was like, hey, let's go early and surf. And then we, I booked my ticket. And then my roommate was like, hey, I'm going to a wedding in Ireland at this time. <laughs> and I was like, dude, well, that's a month before I'm leaving, but just let's just go. And then, yeah, we just got a crew and lived in a motorhome and Shit. fucking raddest place ever. So was that hard, was that a inconsistent or was it like score, score, score? Um... It was inconsistent, but score, score, like... Like, good, like, worth the inconsistency. It's, it's insane. And I was so surprised for how many logging waves there was there. But I didn't really? have a longboard. But, like, fuck, dude. There's actually, like, reefs and left-hand points and right-hand Shit. points. It was a trip. But what time of year was this? Uh, what time of year? Sorry, I'm distracted by this little nug right now. Uh, yeah, something's starting to come in. Yeah, look at that. Uh, it was... I left... February 25th, and I came back March 21st. How fucking cold was that? Dude, it's... It's cold. Yeah. But it's not... I don't know. 
Wetsuits are so good these days. Boots, booties. I did it all. You did the hood, the whole thing. Yeah, I did it all. Um, and I did surf one day in a four three. No booties, no gloves, uh-huh. nothing, just a four three. Uh-huh. And like I lasted like forty five minutes, but I was fucking cold. Yeah. Oh, but man. it's it, that place is amazing. We only had one session with people out. I was gonna say, what's it like? Like, are there locals or is it? Just- yeah, I don't know actually, because we only had one session. Where you saw people? Two sessions. Our first session, right when we paddled out, everybody got out. So I was like, cool. <laughs> and then our uh, that same day, we went down to this point, long ass right hand point, like kind of a mix between C Street and like Rincon almost. Like oh wow. Like kind of would have a little steep session, then it kind of slow down, but then it. It was insane, and there's like 10 people out, and it was a long point, and there's only 10 people out. Shit. And then the rest of our trip, we didn't surf with anybody. It was crazy, dude. Jesus. There's just not that many surfers. Well, I mean, that's, you know, I'm sorry, the more and more people I talk to, it's like they're talking about all these random spots where, like, Alaska. Dude, it's cold. I'm all about it. I'm doing it. It's fucked. Yeah. Cassie was telling me about like some stuff, like some cold places she'd gone to, like I think in Iceland or something. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, she's like, the wetsuit technology now, you can do it. Like you're not going to surf for like three hours, but like. Yeah, and you might, it's not like you're in Mexico doing four, three hour sessions. Yeah. Or like four, two hour sessions surfing all day. You might only have one session. But it's like. Nobody's working. out. You're eating barrel by yourself. Yeah. And then, I don't know, Europe's cool. Like, yeah. I, you, we'd surf and then you'd freaking go and you'd go to this, at the surf spot would be this castle that was built in the 1300s, so you yeah. just go explore the castle after it is. It's fucking It's like almost place. like Europe and like that has become the new surf travel. Like, you look at like, like you know, even like 10 years ago, it was all like Hawaii, Indo, yeah. like now it's like, no, let's go to these like, like other places. Yeah, like, no, I'm on that bandwagon because we literally surf perfect waves and nobody was around. Nobody, like, which See, is what I fraught, like, that gets me going. And that's the thing that everybody's looking for, right? Yeah. Like, it's almost like that's, like, the reason, like, part of the reason, like, I think there's a little bit of interest in, like, things like the wave pool. It's not the fact that it's just a perfect wave. It's the fact that there's only four people or something mm-hmm. at a perfect wave. So it's like, even if you only get two waves, you get two waves by yourself. Not like, like this shit, even on a day like today, it's like you're fucking dropping in and there's like people to the mm-hmm. left, people to the right. You're like, Jesus Christ, like I'm over It's it. all about serving by yourself. Yeah. That's hard to find in this world, especially with like technology and Google Maps and like, I mean, think about it. Dude, Google Maps, that's what we did in Ireland. Yeah, you just look, and satellite image. Dude, we found some waves. There was this one set up. And the way it looked on Google Maps and the way when we went there and saw it, if there was swell, I, I mean, it could have been one of the probably the best waves I've ever seen in my life. There was no waves, but it was just this river mouth and the sandbar went out for like, to that stand-up paddle guy way out there, dude. It was just a sandbar Shit. forever, and I was like, if there was swell, this would just be like... Perfect. But we got, I'm going to go back there. I want to go back. Like, that's how it was cold, yeah, and which sucked. And of course, like, just knowing my luck on surf trips, we got there... Like, I got there, like, two days before the biggest storm in 40 years they've had in Ireland. Jesus. So, that was, it was really cold. And that was before you went down to Mexico? Yeah. So you had, like, like the fucking two ends of the spectrum. (laughs) Well, dude, so I went to Ireland, came back. um, Water was, people were tripping here. I was like, this is warm. I just came back from Ireland, but it was still cold. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I went to Texas for this surf therapy thing at the Endland Park, which was like the first. The one in Austin? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. But now with all these other ones coming out, you're like, uh. And so I'm like, sick. Austin, it's going to be hot as fuck. Warm pool. Yeah. Dude, we <laughs> randomly got this like two yeah. days that we were there. We got there, the, uh, I got there during the day and it was so hot. And then like, I went to bed at like 11, 12 at night and it was so warm. Woke up the next morning, it was pouring rain and like 40 degrees. Dude, fucking cold, like I've been in cold Texas. Cold Texas sucks. It was fucked. Dude, it's fucking cold, man. Like like I'm a New Yorker and like I remember being in Texas when it's like windy yeah. cold. Dude, it's not fucked. It's windy. Yeah, gross. Yeah, so that was and like, Dude, we all brought like short sleeve <laughs> yeah, wetsuits because like, ah. they're like the pool's warm. It's gonna be hot, and the weather was supposed to be warm until like the day before. So, dude, we were <laughs> so I was frozen in Texas, <laughs> and then I had like one week here, and then I got to Mexico, and I was just like the happiest person ever, just to get into like some warm water. And there, it's like you're just basically in trunks, like yeah. you don't have to do anything even in the winter. I'm excited about going. I've actually like it's so funny. I've had all these like. Mexico trips lined up and they've just kind of fallen through at the last minute and then my wife's like okay she's like next year she's like where do you want to go for like two to three weeks for your birthday and I'm like yeah kind of want to go there she's like all right yeah she's like we'll rent a house and we'll just stay there and bring the kid and it's so easy like it's not I forget far. how easy it is it's like the flight's like what three, three hours yeah. yeah yeah to perfect waves and like a lot of spots it's like 20 20 minutes to an hour drive from the airport to get to the wave you know it's most fucking easy yeah, because it's like, I've been do we've been doing the North Shore thing for like a while. Yeah. And it's kind of like, last time we went for three weeks, and I scored fucking four days. Really? I was like fucking pissed. Like, I came yeah. home and I was like, dude, I was heated. I was like mad. I was like, yo, I just spent all this money and fucking, I'm sitting. That's the other bummer, too. Like, like with surf trips. It's not scoring. Yeah, that's something it's really hard for me, like, coming from skateboarding to accept that. Like, like not scoring and skating is because, like, you might have gotten hurt or, like, yeah. or, like, there's a security guard or you got to wait or something. This is, like, like, when we were on the North Shore, it was, like, yeah, it's basically, it was, last year, it was either flat. You couldn't even, like, longboard. Like, flat, flat, flat as fuck. Or it was, like, 20 feet. And you were, yeah. like, I'm not... Yeah, no, it's like gonna fucking with like 16 to 20 mile an hour winds. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing yeah. this shit. Like, no way, man. It's insane. That's why I'm like, Mexico, I'm like, it's warmer, it's nicer, a bunch of our friends are gonna be there, it's gonna be easier to deal with, and then it's like, we could just drive around. Food's good. Yeah, food's better. It's like, cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that kind of happened up to us in Ireland. That storm like shut everything down in Ireland. Because they don't know what, they, they don't get snow. Yeah. But the cool thing about Europe, dude, like, which was so cool. Boom, $100 flight to there, $100 flight to oh, there. Oh, like Ryanair and shit like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we, me and my roommate just jumped over to Amsterdam. You're and like, then, fuck it. Yeah, it was like 140 bucks round trip. Yeah. Shitty airline. Ryanair was fucked. <laughs> Dude, we were not so ready for but, um, but yeah, and then, and then yeah, like there wasn't any waves and the weather was weird. So yeah, we had an epic time in Amsterdam, went to Paris too, and then went back and scored. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, that, that I, I recommend doing. I'm all about cold now. You know, it's just there's not that many people. People want to go to warm spots like Indo and Mexico and all that. It's like it's fucking know? crowded as shit, right? Like yeah, so crowded. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I've heard like a lot of my friends who like do a lot of the, like the Bali stuff. They're like they've been doing it for years. So like it's mis They're like we might as well just be surfing in LA. Oh, Bali's like, fucked, dude. dude. And it's like fucking trash. And they're like, dude, it's not like. 
I have no interest. It was funny because we were supposed to move to Singapore. Like that was, Really? Yeah, like one of the places that like my wife's job wanted to send us there. And I, I, everyone was like, yeah, well, if we move to Singapore, like you could go like surf there. And I'm like, like Bali and stuff, like we could get on a cheap flight. And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. Like I'm yeah. fucking over it. Um, now you've been getting boards from uh, CJ. Yeah, yeah. So how did that happen? Uh, I'm just, uh, coalition, I think Coalition's how I met CJ. Uh-huh. Just over the year. I mean, CJ Nelson. Yeah. So, you know, you, every, you, just growing up, I knew who he was, uh-huh. you know, and then, um, yeah, just over the years, just chatting with him, and then he became sober, and back then, like, I didn't, I didn't have a problem where I became sober. I just never really drank or did yeah. anything. So I think he thought I was cool or something. I wish that was still the case. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so that's how I kind of met him. And then um, the reason I got involved with him and this company, though, is because, long story short, my best friend used to date this girl, Taylor Nelson. Uh-huh. And uh, Taylor Nelson's uncle's Mark Nelson, not C. They have the same name. Yeah. But Mark is who owns the company that, like, CJ... <laughs> The like uh, it's called Carf Sports. Sports. Who makes like that CJ Nelson design, like the, the in that one technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. exactly. Carf Sports and Thunderbolt. So like Carf Sports is Mark, and then Thunderbolt is this guy you who okay. lives in Santa Cruz, and like they do the technology stuff. To I don't know. Okay. Some computer craziness that. Yeah, yeah. Played. He was he was explaining it to me like how they've like graphed out the flex patterns. Like yeah. he's like from like um from sailboards like they figured it out from sailboats it was like yeah. crazy he was it's it's see that's like people like try like don't like it and stuff but it's pretty like crazy to think about the technology that goes into the board and like how insane they are like with like the flex and all I, the board fucking rides people think it's an advantage people don't i think it's just another what, surfboard. Why, do you, why do you think people think it's an advantage i don't know people just rip on them like oh they're too light they do this and that's like it's just another longboard, you know. Do you th- like there's? I mean, I don't think it's an. Inv- I don't think there's really a disadvantage or an advantage. It's just a different board and kind of personal opinion, you know. Which models have you been surfing? I just read the classic. The classic. Yeah, just it. I don't know. There was no reason I got. That was the first one I got, and it worked well. And there was no reason You're to. Like, fuck it. Yeah. It's interesting because like I I thought it was cool that he did that that him and. Um, Eden did that yeah. one, the Guerrero, and then like Eden makes the like foam one, and then like yeah. he makes the other technology one. So it's like I would actually like to see like I'd be curious to take that board from both of them and be like, yeah. Let me I see. rode the Guerrero. I haven't run the foam one, but I did ride my I st- uh, switched with Steve Buckin, uh-huh. and I rode his, and it was a great board. Yeah, and that, the technology. Yeah, yeah. I want to try that board. It's funny though. They kind of didn't they not let you guys like ride those boards at the hot dogger. Or something. Yeah, I was, that's why I wrote. Okay, I was looking at a picture the other day. Yeah, somebody ripped on it. I don't, I don't know. Shit, dude, look at that wave. Look at second. Nobody out up there. Dude, Where if it's still doing from? that after, I might. Go like, ahead. look at that. Nobody's up at second and third. This is not how it was. Like, it's that tide pushing. Yeah, I what I was hoping was that when I came, I was like, okay, the tide's coming in. Maybe I'll give a little push and they give shit. Now it's dude, fun. look at that. That's a legit like. That's a Malibu. There's nobody up at second and third point. That's a trip. Yeah, look it, at that, dude. Give that it 10 way, now, are you kidding me? That was a sick set. Yeah, there hasn't been one like this. Yeah, like, no, that's a real wave. Um, 
Yeah, the hot dogger. I remember I rode Honolulu Bloomfield's board. She like had I forget why I had her board. Oh, I and, didn't even um, realize she was there. She wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. I think. Oh, there was a surf relic. The surf relic was the day before. Yeah. Or the day after. The surf relic was the day after. The yeah. hot dogger was the day before. Yeah. And she had been over for um. The MSA Classic, which is like a month before. Yeah. And she lives in Hawaii, so she was just like, I'm not really going to use this board. Can I just leave it with you? So she left it with me. And Got that's it. why I was in my car. Got I remember. It. And then ended up, oh, I thought I got ripped off of the hot dogger, but whatever. <laughs> um, ended up leaving, which, no offense, awesome contest, but best thing that ever happened because I came here and it was just. I know, we saw the cam. Dude, I was so. When I got to the hot dog in the morning, I looked at the Malibu cam and. It's somewhere up there. It's right there, probably. Yeah. And it looked like J-Bay, dude. And I was like, and meanwhile, we're at the hot dog, and it's like this big. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah. No, no. We saw the cam. We were sitting there in the at the table. I was like, yeah. I was like, man. I was telling my wife. I was like, I wonder if I. And she's like, you're not getting in the car and driving up there to go surfing. Oh, <laughs> dude. Like I lost, and I was kind of bummed because I think I lost right before the money round, which I didn't really care about. But I was just like, would have been cool to make the final. Yeah. But then I did get here, and I was forgot about that concept. well that was the thing that was crazy about the relic was that the waves were like fucking insane they were so good they were so good like we were we were watching it from down there for a while like and then watching it from up here and we were like this is like one of the best summer like summer looking malibus i've seen in so oh long. that was fucked up i mean the first day was a weird win yeah but the second day was just like the finals day was like oh my gosh it was yeah. perfect yeah Sets were coming in and just yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so bummed this year. Like we're not gonna be here for it. Like it's like the exact week that like I go out east. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What, dude? It's in like two weeks. Yeah. Which is kind of it's like, a trip. It's coming fast. Yeah. Um, we were talking about um, also like like riding sh shortboards and stuff. What kind of shortboards are you riding now? Um, anything. Anything. But I I'm kind of like starting to kind of work with. Uh, creators, but yeah, I kind of I got a couple boards off Jim McLeod, uh -huh. who's a shaper out of like Agora, Oak Park. Um, I have some boards off my old shaper um, Matt Sparks, which is MDS. Uh -huh. But he's busy lifestyle and totally. He's got two, two youngsters and another one on the way. So he's just so like busy. Tap. Yeah, busy. New house, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm doing the crazy. Like I was saying, I just like. And just mostly thrusters yeah. or just like whatever? No, I'm really liking twin fins right now. So that's what everyone's kind of going for. They're the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friend Skyler used to always ride twins. And I was like, what are you doing? And then and then he's moved more. No, he still rides twins, actually. But yeah, um, I had this Bonzer that was made by MDS. And I. it went great as a Bonzer. But Bonzer, for the shape, it was like a pintail. You needed a big... Like, you needed a wave. You need push on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've noticed that with the one I have, like, trying to test it out on, like, small waves, it was like, it's, like, useless. Like, it yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. So I took the fins. It was, like, the ones where you can put the bonzer fins in and then, like, a single fin. Okay. So I took out all the fins and put in Mark Richard twin fins uh -huh. on the same board, and, like, it was the most fucked up board. I rode in Hawaii, actually, last time I was there on, like, I think I rode every session, like, Lonnie's, like, two to three, Sunset. Uh, California like five to six seven yeah. foot okay yeah. I don't think it was Hawaii but it was big like Dude, it, I tell everyone this because that's the wave I surf all the time sunset 
at, even at like what they call three feet, yeah, is fucking. There's push. There's oh a God. lot of water behind. No, them. it was big. There was guys out on their ten, like ten hours. Yeah, which there always is. But like there was, there was big waves. But yeah, so I've been doing. I rode that twin fin. Then I got a couple off of uh, McLeod. Uh-huh. And then that guy, the guy Critter's just. He's just, I don't know, he's just got different, he's just making a bunch of weird shit, which is kind of what I like to ride. Yeah, he's, I, I, I met him like like a year and a half ago, and I had yeah. some like surf swap, and I saw his stuff, and I was like, no one's doing this kind of shit, it's kind of... He's genius, dude. Yeah. Like, and I see my Porto all the time, like yeah. surfing, and he's, he is, I think the twin fin thing is kind of like, the thing, like, the thing that's happening in short boards. Yeah. Like, everyone's kind of gravitating towards it because they want something quick, skatey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. multi-purpose. Like, you could surf big waves, you could surf small yeah. waves. Like, oh, totally. If you get the, yeah, if you have the right tail on it, like, yeah. that twin pin when I was in Hawaii never even, like, and my friend that I was with was, like, not laughing, but he's like, I don't know about that, Joe. And, like, you went. it went perfectly fine out there, you know? Where do you, when did you go? Um, me and my friend Tyler went for like a big wave risk assessment class in uh, December. You were, beginning of December. So you guys did it at the. Um, you guys were at Turtle Bay. Yeah. So then you guys were there. Yeah. We were staying upstairs. Oh really? You were you there. You guys were doing it. No way. Yeah, we saw you. I, we, I didn't know. I didn't see you in particular, but I saw you guys like. Yeah. Because you guys were in the conference rooms. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you. Stayed. We only did day one. It was expensive. Yeah. So we did like we did like day one because. At the time, you needed to do that class to get a big wave like vest thing. Yeah. But now I think. It, you, you so is that why it. you guys did it? Yeah, we did it for that reason. Because you guys wanted to go. Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just want. We want to maybe get the vest. I don't know. Start charging. I got my buddy Tyler, and he likes to surf big waves. We got a couple of nooks and crannies up north, so. That you guys know about. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, we got it really good this year, actually. So kind of inspired us to get it but then this terrible winter so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um no, it, was, it was nothing happened. oh my gosh nothing did you get yeah because see that's when when i was there for three weeks the end of the trip was those that beginning of December. really like i left december 3rd so we were there like so it was good because i know when i we did the class and then like the next couple days we got waves well yeah day. see well that's the thing that sucked like i fucking come home and then my friends are like hey check this out photos sending me really? photos from sunset i'm like Fuck you! Like that I, sucks. Fucking, I had one. So wait, that was the end of your trip. That was the end of it. Yep, exactly. See, I was there, and before that, worst, worst before, ever. Worst ever. Like they had to, they had to run the sunset contest on like shitty conditions. We the Haleva contest, they ran, ran on shitty conditions. Yeah. They just had to run it on shore, not even trade winds, terrible yeah. winds yeah. every day. I remember that because we got there and they were like, first thing we're there, like, dude, there hasn't been waves like this in months yeah like they're like it's been terrible for the last month the people that were saying like we haven't even surfed yeah we've been like just like running and doing fucking no hiking. that's what everybody was doing like yeah. nobody was like nobody was getting in the water like i had one day i scored at lonnie's and i had like a three hour session and i got like like legit barrels for my first time like really? in a fucking on on like lonnie's like it was like kind of lonnie's insane. i love lonnie's. dude it's Everyone's like, oh, it's like this beginner wave. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking sick wave. It's, uh, it's my fit. But I don't know how to begin. It's like, you can get, I got barreled there. You yeah. can do airs, you can do big turns. You can There's do everything. everything. Every, it's about, I don't know, I love it. I like and that, you can catch long waves. That's that second section, not the outside, but that yeah. one in the middle. That's the one I always surf, and it's the best because you can make it connect to that other section. Yeah. That inside, that's kind of smaller, but just like kind of fun to like just oh, like dick so around fun. on. Yeah, I had a good couple sessions. Where do you, where do you stay when you go out there? 
Um, this time we stayed with my my friend's friends. Okay. But um, the time I went before, I stayed with Honolulu. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, I don't know. Hawaii's awesome, but it's not so much for me. What do you? What, well, what is it not? I don't know. When I go to tropical, I'd rather just go somewhere where it's two dollars for a full meal. Right. And I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. I'm on, I'm on the camera. No, <laughs> on, no, no. You're I don't on know. the mic. Sometimes <laughs> I, I love Hawaii. You can't talk down on Hawaii, but I think once Indonesia and all these other places started coming, it was like back in the day Hawaii was like the mecca, and it yeah. still is. But like now, there's all these other spots. It's like yeah. Like I got my ticket to Ireland for six hundred. Yeah. Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Six hundred. Yeah. You know? So no. why not jump over there? Take it to Mexico. You can get. I got my round trip to Mexico Fest for like two, two fifty or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not the thing. That and it's expensive. Yeah, no. Once you're it's there. De- yeah, once you're there, it's definitely pricey and it adds up and stuff. I mean, we're we're trying to move there. That's like our like. Really. Yeah, we're kind of like, you know, we moved from New York five years ago here, and then we're like we're slowly moving and like the moving joke, out of the hole. And the joke I always make is like probably when our daughter's in college, like we're gonna be on some island in fucking Indo yeah. with like solar power and like no yeah. phones, <laughs> like like I slowly making the step. Um, and we spend a lot of time there. We have a lot of friends there. We stay we stay basically on the point at sunset. Oh okay. Yeah. We yeah. have a friend who has a house there. We, really? We, That's what a place to stay. No, no, it's it's awesome because That's it's like so I could sick. just and now he just installed this like roof deck and he's like he was texting me, he's like, Okay, he's like I could see I could see all I he's like I could see all the way to V Land on one side and he's like I could see all the way down. He's like, So we're set. He's like and we have a telescope and he's like wherever we want to go, we'll just like get on the roof in the morning and like boom, just scope it no out. No way. Like I was like, dude, you're so spoiled. They're they're like an insane couple. Like they're awesome, this couple that we rent the house from. They like own a, a, a business, this parasailing company in Maryland where they're originally from and they live in Maryland just in the summers running the business yeah. and then the rest of the year they live at their place on the North Shore. Wouldn't that be nice? And then they take a month off. Sounds like my boss. Oh. It's fucking dreamlike. Just one sec, actually, call me. This I wouldn't answer for it. What up? Yellow. I, I told him he's probably out in the water. Cause hit Chase just showed up when I was leaving. Three thirty. Okay, I'll let him know. I'll be back over there. I'll tell. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he was super keen to do it. All right. Later. Sorry, I wouldn't answer for anybody. No, it's you. Hey, um, pay the bills. What was the? That's what my boss does. Surf camp all in the summer and then just lives the dream. Where? Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Malibu, but he's got like a place in Mammoth and stuff like uh, that. He just and just yeah, has Dude, a bunch I'm... of toys. So many toys like <laughs> ma- uh, mountain bikes, motos. Uh, what are those ones called in the mountains that you like the jet skis for them? Why can I cannot think uh, of it? Snowmobile? Snowmobile. All oh, that he's shit. like, oh, he's in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the life. Dude, that's the way you gotta find a business that's just so busy in the, like certain times of year and then you just rake dude, it in and then you're done the rest of the year. That's what our friends, Melissa and Tyler, do. Like, it's amazing. And I remember the first time we stayed with them, like, we were sitting down and we were talking to them about it and stuff. And because we celebrate Thanksgiving with them every yeah. year, it's like kind of like become this tradition. And they were like, he said something to the effect of like, you see you guys sitting with us? He's like, you're paying our bills by renting that place out. And I was like, that's the fucking life I want. Yeah. Like, like, like people that I know 
giving me money and I don't feel bad about it <laughs> and, like, and I'm yeah. making money off of them um, I'll wrap it up the, uh, real quick um, if you had to I mean we've kind of touched on this but you'll, I, I probably know the answer if you had to pick one place that you could surf the one break for like an hour where would it be and why in the world yeah in the world that you've been any place that you've been I don't know that's too tough county line <laughs> <laughs> Really? You I love Tony Love. You do? I have like a love-hate relationship. Dude, I don't know. I think I love it so much because so many people hate it. It's... Uh, but no, I don't know. And somewhere in... Probably, it, honestly, it could be a wave I've never even surfed. You know? Something you've seen. Or Maybe that, like, that right, that McFanning surf. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, that's pretty... At Sandpoint, right-hand Sandpoint's pretty mental. You know, if yeah. you can find me one of those. But... I don't know. I when it's good around here, around home. Yeah. From LA to Vent like Ventura, Santa Barbara, we have some waves around here that are just fucked up. Yeah, but they haven't been for. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I don't know. Where's the best wave? in Indo? I got some amazing waves. In Indo. Yeah, in Australia, it'd be too. I think it's too tough. That's like asking me what my favorite food is. Like, yeah. You know, well, then that's. The I answer. don't know. No, then that's the answer. You don't know. But county line. County line. <laughs> Dude, I have like, like, I've had like, I remember I took a, a V-bottom, like, I have this like retro-inspired like V-bottom. Yeah. And I took it out there one day and it was like, it's like shoulder head high. And it was crazy. It was the day, I didn't know this, but it was the day that my wife was going to tell me that we were having our baby. Oh, yeah. But she didn't tell me yet. So I went out there and I think it was very cosmic. Like, yeah. and I had like an hour and a half session, like a short one. And I had like one of the best days I ever had there. Like, really? I thought this is awesome. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it must be the board. And it was like a shoulder head high day. It was like, I think it was like, I forgot what time of year it was. It was kind of like, like spring or something. And then I haven't had a good day like that at County. And I get like, that's why I, yep. I used to go all the time. I used to go like, seriously, at least once a week. I'd be like, really? all right, it's worth it. There's at Cats County. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like all the way from like Playa. Like, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's fine. And like, like last couple times I went, I'm like, yeah, I'm not driving there. It's, it's better in the winter. Summertime's not the best part. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think I like it because you can get like full high performance on your shortboard yeah and then the same session you can pull out your log and have so much fun out yeah there it's too. one of those kind of waves i don't like, know i agree like that leo can be like that but leo's just got that one takeoff yeah. and it's like out of like if there's more than like 10 people which there always is it's a yeah. fucking nightmare oh uh, yeah but high tide leo is also one of my favorite waves yeah it was but. funny i remember uh, <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm definitely what's his name? Like, Dane Reynolds randomly showed up at like Topanga one day because I really? surfed there a lot. And he was like on a shit day, it was like five of us in order. He's like, Yeah, I just came from Leo, it was fucking garbage. Like, really? like Why the hell was he coming down here? I, I think it was like a work thing. And it was funny, he came, he came with one of those like um, Channel Islands bonzers and it was like oh, the first really? day he ever rode it no way and it was like chop it was like we were just out there to be out there like it was one of those days where you're like all right if i catch two waves like i'm happy i'm gonna go home like i don't yeah. care and like he the, <laughs> the best part of it is we see him coming towards like the water and me and this guy that i know from Topang were like this fucking asshole like trying to look like Dane Reynolds like yeah. what the fuck is this bullshit and then all of a sudden he paddles next us we're like oh, oh it's, it's, actually. it's actually him <laughs> 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 like, dude what the fuck um, who do you want to thank in closing uh you <laughs> uh my parents obviously yeah um yeah I guess didn't talk about any of the sponsors but like Hippie Tree uh -huh. the crew down there um Olaf's Mex Grill 
uh, Mako's, all the sponsors, Urban Barrels, I don't have that many sponsors. Uh, CJ Nelson, all those guys, you know? For hooking you up. Yeah, CJ Nelson and uh, Critters. Critters has been riding some fun boards with my guy. Awesome. Everybody, you know? Yeah. Everybody that's part of my life, you gotta thank them. That's who you gotta do yeah. it for. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Thanks so much to Joe for sitting down with us and having fun with us at the Malibu Pier. Uh, I always love uh, hanging out with him and talking to him and, and just getting to know him a little bit more. Uh, hopefully he does well at the Relic Contest this week, um, and I can't wait to see him surf it. I'm luckily going to be back in time to see the final day on uh, Monday, uh, so that's going to be really exciting. But I'm not going to keep you guys any longer, but I am going to do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 37. Make sure to check out our Instagram account at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as this episode description on your iTunes player for track listings, links to things we're talking about, links pertaining to things we're talking to people with about. I know that's very like wordy, and i got to figure out a better way to say that. But anyway, let's get back to the tracks, and then we'll check in with Devin uh, to talk about the relic. Peace!
Please tell me about it. Hey yo, speaking of Jim Browski, take on the dreadlock man. Hey yo, sir. Lord, what? Tell me something about Jim Browski. She wants to know, man. Tell me everything you know. She wants to know the whiff man, the heights man. I'm gonna tell you right now, the boy's long, man. Boy's long and mean, man. You don't mess with the Jimmy man. Boy, when I was a kid, man. Little boys and girls don't wanna mess with the Jimmy man. The boy Trey is old man, the boy like seven foot tall. Foot man. Yeah, We're not counting his hair, man. Woo. Man, the Jimmy was no joke, man. Man, you never want to mess with the Jimmy, man. Certainly don't. Man, let me get out of here, man. You don't want to hear no more about this, man. All right, dread like man. Peace. Rise, man. Situations like this, I now hate to give me smiles, Kool-Aid wide and ass. And with the straightest face, I be like, hell yes. I slip yes. them the digits of Papa Prince Paul, so I don't go a war, but yet I know when they call, they get Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave your number, and I'll get back to you. Hey, how are you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number, and I'll get back to you. Check it out. Go. Party after no. 
miles of them it takes about a mile. All I wanna do is cut on the back crowd, but this you feel about a mile to the sector. The lever of duty plug one most thing, and I be like, no G pastors all the producer. Now woe is me to the third degree. Maze pulls are funny, so I make like the bird jet. But I'm getting used to this bit more abuse, getting raped and giving birth to a tape. Cause there's no escape from the clutches of a hawker. Attached to my success, sent like a stalker. Make way to my radius, playing fly guy. Try to get my back, they force like Luke Scott. Me, myself, and I go to this act daily. And really, do I not? No matter how I dodge, some jackal always nails me. No matter what the plot. And they went out on tour, they be like, yo, I gotta get the player back at the hotel. I be like, oh. Spell, unveil the numeric code that guides my room And tell them to call me at noon But of course there's no answering machine in my room But a pretty young girl who I swung on tour And if it rings while we're alone She'll answer the phone And with the weakness she'll recite like a poem Hey, hey, you done did the right thing Dial up my ring ring Now you're waiting on the beat Say, I would love if you sing a tune the true Instead of fronting on the street So no problem, just play your demo And at the end it's breakout time Rewind, cause I'll just lay it down the line Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And I'll get back to you Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And we'll get back to you Stick out the 
Jimmy and see what we can catch. Next, won't be needed unless. Dancing on the dance floor. Girl, it's you that I adore. Step off stage, just scream for more. Native tongue got rhymes galore. Snap my fingers, make you mind. If not, I'll snap a second time. After that, I guarantee you will be standing next to me. Fly, buddy. buddy. Don't you know you make me go nutty? nutty. I'm so glad that you're not a fuddy duddy. duddy. Not too skinny and not too chubby. Chubby, soft like silly buddy. Miss Crabtree. Crabtree. I know that you're not mad at me. Cause at I me. told you that it was your buddy. buddy. That was making me ever so horny. horny. Jungleistically horny. I won't lie. I love B-U-D-D-Y. Cause I never let it walk on by. When it comes to me and Jenny, I seem very serious. Like a pig free buddy is an act that occurs on a lift. When Jimmy and Jenny start shooting the gift, boy, let me get shot. I won't even riff. On the dial, my buddy talks to me for a while. Plug two is the key to her tip. On the A side of sometimes the flip. Word up, buddy, is the bud to my daisy tree. And the loot into my dole me. And the blues into my man plug three. Plug three is the whole From the soul, guess what we'll find? Whole lot of fun, lots of fun together, just like kissing cousins. Yeah, that's kind of clever. Close like bosoms, bosoms stay close if you be my buddy. I will toast that while like Eflamers and Lucille McGillicuddy. You can be mine, and I can be your buddy. The best buddies in evening wear, long loving us, you know, he's in there. I feel sorry for those who pay a fare. I see, word to the day. I don't beg, I just tease my buddy with my right leg. <laughs> and then when it's ready, what's said is buddy is best in bed. O to the D, buddy, buddy. Told us all to get into a circle. Said the world because I won't hurt you. All I really want to do is freak you. You know what? She freaked and us. And I watched, and then I checked my swatch to see the time. The tribe had followed the buddy line, and that buddy was mine. Oh, my. Now in Quest, Jungle, and Daylight Soul is at the club's our ritual unfolds. Grab our bones and start swinging our hands. Then Jimmy stop flocking and every brand. Cause Jennifer just wanna stay aware. Yo, fella, should we keep her aware? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm 
sounds fast. Oh, I don't know what to do about this body stuff, man. It's driving me crazy. And the Jimmy hates that. Saw the fair maiden in the royal bedroom. Caught the king scratching, so she had to assume that he got evicted by the enemy's trick. The thought of cheating made the maiden so sick that she screamed to scream. Went on and kept screaming and threw a pot, and his dome was beaming. You can hear him yelling in the motherland. Baby, baby, please, baby, understand. She ignored and walked through the gate. The king is in the kingdom to away his fate of the enemy. Scratch like you on Saturdays and this 
This is the Bodega Bora Crew Podcast, Volume 37. Hope you guys been digging the tracks. Hope you guys been uh, liking my selections this week. I'm trying to mix it up as usual, not just stay with the old, but uh, put some new in there as well. Um, so if you guys don't know, the Relic Contest is uh, coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, you know, they had a holding period that started about a week ago. And uh, Devin Howard has been helping out with them uh, with marketing and uh, the PR of it. Uh, so he wanted to chime in and kind of let you guys know about what's going on. Uh, we weren't able to sit down with Devin in person uh, because I've been traveling and all this stuff. So instead he recorded a nice little soundbite and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey Alex, good morning man. This is Devin Howard here. Just giving you a little heads up. We've got the Surf Relic event this weekend. It's on Sunday and Monday. That's June 24, 25. I think we're going to be starting around 7 a.m. I'm not 100% sure. It's possible we would start at 6.30. Uh, either way, we have two full days of surfing. Uh, we've got a south swell coming. It's not going to be huge, but it's going to be really nice, classic Malibu longboard conditions. And if you're not familiar with the event, head over to the website, which is Surf Relic. Dot com that's r e l i k uh, so s u r f r e l i k dot com or you can check out the Instagram handle which is surf dot relic r e l i k and so this is the second event for these guys they had their their first one they kicked off last October at Malibu and you know honestly it was it was an experiment. Uh, it was a new format for a longboard competition, and I wasn't there. I was um, I was getting married at the time, so I, I missed it. In fact, I was invited to compete in it, and they had fantastic waves. And everything I heard was that it was a hell of a lot of fun. And what, what was experimental about it was there's been this sort of long time um, back and forth. I don't know if the word is division or debate, but I mean, gosh, for a couple decades. And it's this idea of high performance longboarding. Is that cool or is that the right way to longboard or is it traditional single fin, uh, you know, sort of the Joel Tudor camp? And a lot of guys like doing both. And in the competition side of things, it's just without boring you, it's just gone back and forth for years on which way, you know, and that's where, you know, the duct tape was born, um, the Deus event, and, and a number of other events around the world have sprung up, but the WSL has sort of maintained its path and mostly focused on modern. Now, um, which one's right? That's that's a real arbitrary thing. It's a personal point of view, I think. And but the unfortunate outcome of that, I guess, is there hasn't really been a lot of unity for longboard surfing. And without that unity, there hasn't come a lot of support. So when you look at the WSL events, the prize purses are pretty low. Um, you know, and these guys and girls are flying all around the world, spending a lot of money and, and unfortunately not a lot of return. And, and maybe even worse than that is there's not a real good eye on it you know you have no access oftentimes to really seeing it um, they have sort of a, a, a entry-level um, 
broadcast. So to be fair, um, they are putting out that way. But you know, there's not a, there's not a big sponsor behind it. You don't see a lot afterward. Um, not the way that you do on the on the the WCT, the shortboard surfers for men and women. So the real back to the experiment was. You know the the folks behind Surf Relic. Um, it's they're called Untitled Arts. Uh, they're a group of creatives that they just really believe in the you know artistic expression of longboard surfing. You know you have a lot going on there. There's there's art. There's style. There's athleticism. There's grace, um, and with it too, a long history of culture. Um, obviously, much deeper and longer than shortboard surfing. And so they said, you know, well, said, why don't we just put them together? Instead of having this division of, you know, it's either got to be this kind of surfing or that kind. So they created the modern division, and then they have the classic division. So classic is what a lot of people would call logger or log. Um, they like the term classic. And then modern, uh, which some people would call high performance and on the modern side, they have men's and women's division with equal prize money, uh, seventy-five hundred for first, and then same equal prize money for the classic. So you sort of level the playing field and just you know see how it all works out. And and from everything I've heard, um, you know the the loggers were cheering for the high, the high performance folks and vice versa on the beach, and it was really exciting to watch. And so it seemed that it worked, and. Untitled Arts and Surf Relic uh, were, in, you know, feeling pretty good about, you know, we're on to something. So this year uh, we've upped it to a few stops. The first one is at Malibu. And the second one is going to be at Lower Trestles in September. And that's really crazy because that's, you know, that's clearly one of the best performance waves that, that we know of. Um, it's going to be really cool to see people longboard surfing it. You know, back in the day, Phil Edwards and Mickey Munoz and, and Mickey Dora and those guys would, you know, they'd be at San Onofre and they'd see that wave way up there and, and head up and check it out. And um, clearly there was a lot of longboarding going on there at one point. Um, you know, since that time, it's become a real focal point as a, as a performance shortboard wave. And so to see longboard surfing there, it's going to be a real treat and we're looking forward to it. Um so yeah, man, I just wanted to check in. Sorry I couldn't talk with you in person. Uh, we're, you know, I'm helping these guys in case you're curious. I'm just helping them with my PR, media, and athlete relations. And um, so if you're down there or if you kind of tune in to the Surfline uh, live uh, stream, you're going to hear me on the mic. I'll be chatting it up with CJ and Carla and uh or if you come down uh, give me a shout man i tell you i wish i was in the event because um who doesn't want to surf lovers on a longboard um but hey that's it i'll let you guys get back to your show uh love what you're doing keep it going alex and uh, i hope to see all of you out in the water someday soon thanks man peace thanks again Devin, for chiming in uh I'm glad that he's uh, doing a lot of the promotion for it because having someone like him behind it really helps legitimize uh, a new contest out there. I know a lot of people are, there's pros and cons uh, to how people feel about the relic, but for me, I think the pros outweigh the cons 
and I wish them much success. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to kill off the surf festivals uh, that I enjoy more. But you know what? Like, hey, if this is what they're doing, this is what they're doing. If you have a chance, make sure to go check it out. I think it's a great experience, especially with kids, family and stuff like that. I know that sounds corny, but uh, if you want them to see some like really world-class like logging, uh, just figure out what the schedule is by following their Instagram account and uh, go check it out. But I'm going to get back to some tracks and then check in with you guys in a little bit for some short takes. Peace. I'm waiting for them a front step, thinking of a plan, looking like Raggedy Ann or doing hand, kicking a can, thinking of a bank to pull some bacon, because I'm dead and stinking, so all my shoes winking, t-shirt is shrinking, soon I see some thighs and my eyes open wide, quick, who's that with the chick, Bill blast my sidekick, what's up, black, give his hand a smack, then up pulls a Cadillac, your baby will be back, jump right on the side, not too many people sober, thinking about who gotta get robbed, because the mob got a job for us. They drove us down to the southern section of town where the clowns there be paying for protection. They want us to send up my sister Jimmy the bartender, lend a friend of money next to ripping off his car fenders. He's coming up short cause he snorts. Coke, dope, nope, but hope he don't get caught. He owes some Benjamin Franklin's every last bit of them, but Jimmy's pockets are empty. So now we gotta get rid of them, but Jimmy's wife is with him and they don't want to involve her. Hopped out the back seat, they gave me a revolver. Blast you, distract him while I go and whack him.
suck. When? His mom's a weak and he sounds like Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Picking up the mic when the crowd is on a hype. And then I pick it up after him and everything's right. Word. So he says, Yo, Craig, man, what's your secret? But I won't tell him because I know he won't keep it. Know what I'm saying? That's how I conceal it. And if you think you're stepping at me, please don't even feel it. Uh. Because I might pull out a mic and stuff to you. I don't try to fight back because I house you. And when I say house, I don't mean the music. I mean take it to your ego and bruise it. So he's my warning and don't try to riff. Because I might get ill and start shooting the gift. Number one soul, brothers. I'm shooting the gift. Number one soul, brothers. I'm shooting the gift. Number one soul, brothers. I'm shooting the gift. Number one soul, brothers. Knowledge this. I'm gonna endless, a new twist to the rap business. Coming correct, gaining all my prospects. Come to my shows and watch me as I wreck. It's Craig G, running down a list for a new crowd that needs a new twist for another formula. Cause I'll be storming you. You won't survive till you call the coroner. You see, I never got played or even near played. And I won't go out of style like flare legs. So if you front on me, you'll get blitzed. So clear the way. I'm shooting the gift. Number one soul, brother. I'm shooting the gift. Number one soul, brother.
like a drummer, so he wouldn't think that I was on it, but I really was. The same night, he had the nerve to give a buzz, and I thought, damn, what a bad brother. He said his wife was out of town with my grandmother, pay him a visit. I said, yo, I'm not a dummy, I know that's not the only kind of pain he wants from me, but I went, and something told me not to go, but when I got there, he seduced me slow. Now, I'm not the first day type, but this night, Chate was quite hype, and quite ready for all kinds of action. Soon you'll see why this is a fatal attraction. Welcome back to the Bodega Board Crew Podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying the tracks. Um, hope you guys like the interview, uh, Devin chiming in on the relic and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, volume 37. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, uh, as well as the episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things we're talking about. And we have a couple of things that we're talking about this week, so make sure to uh, check it out on there. Um, the first short take we have this week is a little clip that I found of Troy Elmore uh, surfing some summer peelers on a 10L that he shaped. It's a short clip, but I think it's kind of neat to see. There's going to be a lot of these popping up. Um, 
you know, over the next like month or so, it's like summer, summer's around and we have all these waves. Um, Seekong put it together. I think it's cool to check out. Check out their Vimeo page in general. They have a lot of clips that are worthwhile. The next short take I have is a video that popped up on uh, Vimeo uh, having to do with Bonzer. Uh, it's posted by Duncan Campbell, one of the Campbell brothers. And he keeps on posting these videos over and over again that he mixes with like weird music and stuff like that of like archival footage. I think most of this footage is like them and like Rush Short and stuff. Um, I'm obsessed with Bonzers. Anyone who knows who listens to this, like I'm like into logs, bonzers, and hulls. Those are my three things, which are pretty dramatically different. But I just got a bonzer recently, and I still haven't figured it out. But I've had some of those like glimmering moments where like I've made a couple of turns on it that I'm like, oh, this is what it's about, like kind of thing. Um, Joel's the one who like you know really pushed me to get one and kind of told me it's like he he thought it'd be the board that I'd enjoy the most. I also take out to Hawaii, so like any kind of bonzer footage I could see out there, I really try to study it and see what it's about and especially the early early footage so seeing this footage from like before i was born or basically the year i was born um not to date myself is pretty awesome and i love that duncan keeps putting these clips up um i think it's it's really cool for us as like surf fans and and surfers in general to check this kind of stuff out so make sure to check out the link to the vimeo clip we have in our episode description the last short take i have this week uh has to do with a raffle um that cassie is doing that she partnered with uh, Threadspun and Changing Tides Foundation. It's a raffle to benefit refugees and uh, moms and uh, babies. Um, it's being put in support of the Circle of Health International Foundation, uh, which is a 501c charity. You know, we're all trying to help what's going on now. Obviously, we have a very volatile political climate, also like a worldly climate. There's a lot of things happening, and we all, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people are at home, and they're kind of like, you know, how can I help? What can I do? You know, and and. Believe it or not, it's it's sometimes the little things that can help, and these are one of these are one of the examples of like how you can just spend twenty to fifty dollars out of your own pocket, and it, it's going directly to someone. So try to contribute to these kind of charities, um, especially this raffle. It's an amazing prize package as well that you might win, so it's worth doing. Um, we have a link to it, so support Cassia, support Threadspun, Changing Ties Foundation, and uh, Circle of Health International, and let's help these kids and their moms out the best we can. But that's it for this episode. You know, I want to get back to doing some stuff with my family while we're still out here. Um, have some fun. I know Asher Hunt and I are going to try to <laughs> find some peelers uh, to the last couple of days that I'm here. Make sure to go over to the Relic Contest if you can. You know, Devin gives a good case for it. I think it's cool to check out, you know, what other people might say. You know, I took my daughter to it with my, my wife last year and it was kind of fun. And my daughter was actually like barely, you know, she wasn't even a year old and she was into it. This year, I think she's going to be more into it, and I'm excited about taking her down to it. News on the Bodega Border Crew front. A uh, couple of things. Uh, one, we have a t-shirt release that's coming out in the next two weeks, and we're going to post that on our Instagram account, so pay attention to that. We also are shoring up the dates of our two premiere parties. Uh, the thing that's interesting is the two premieres will be happening in San Diego and Los Angeles, and it's going to be a charity event. Uh, we'll be raising money for Stoked. Uh, if Mentoring, if you don't know them, look them up, stoked.org and we're going to be doing a raffle. I think we're raffling off a board. Cassia is donating some stuff. Some of our other friends are donating some stuff. We're going to be donating some stuff and it's going to be, you know, a really fun night. You're going to have free booze and possibly discounted food. 
and we'll uh, be able to announce officially what the dates and the places are next week. But I think the LA one is going to be at Gladstone's outdoor area. And I think we might have like a little like kind of surf like session beforehand at sunset. I know it's not the best wave, but it's going to be right there. So everybody could come early, maybe, you know, five, six o'clock. We could surf for a couple of hours and then uh, watch the movie. But anyway, I wanted to thank everybody for this report. You know, everybody who's done interviews with us. It's been a fun year of doing this. I can't believe a year's gone by already. Uh, it's gone by really fast. And I enjoy doing this more than uh, anything else. Um, so without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this. So I want to thank all you guys. You know, thank all the fans. Thank all the supporters. Thank all the people who order stickers, who buy t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's more merch to come. Um, so I'm excited about that. But I'm going to leave this episode how I leave every episode, which is there's no need to bust a craze on a wave. You know, let's go out there and have fun. Swell's starting to finally pop up. The weather's nicer. There's going to be a lot more people in the lineups. It could get frustrating a lot easier. But let's just try to communicate and have fun. I know it's easier said than done, but you know, we all surf to have fun. We don't surf for, at least the people that listen to my podcast, we're not surfing for some stupid competitive reason. So let's not bring that into the water. Just go out there and have fun and I'll see you guys out there. Peace.
big city.